Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. I'm Kurt Jackson, and with me, as always, the incomparable Chris Kalal. What up? <laughs> what up? I'm excited because we have a special guest host yes. with us, Roz Buck. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm really <laughs> excited to be here with you guys. Yes, it is awesome to have you on the show. Uh, so for all the people out there who might not know who you are, you want to introduce yourself? Everyone knows who Roz sure. is. There's nobody out there. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Chris. But absolutely, I would love to introduce myself. So a lot of people know me together with my husband. A lot of people know Roz and Jed. We kind of come as a, as a package. And currently what we do, we are Roz and Jed training and consulting. So uh, we do exactly that, training and consulting all year long. That's what we do full time. Uh, but there's a backstory to how we got there. Uh, I am a, a lifelong camp person. I went to day camp as a kid. I went to overnight camp. I worked all through high school and college at camp, and that's actually where Jed and I met. We met going into our senior year of high school, working oh. at a day camp. Yep. He was a lifeguard. I was a group counselor, and we met by the pool. So there you there go. There was purpling we were, going on. There was one, purpling. <laughs> one of those camp romances, you know. So um, that's how we met. And uh, as I said, camp, all, working, working at camp all the way through high school, college, took a break from camp for a while after college. We both did, actually. And when our kids went to camp, when our kids were ready to go to, to day camp, we were not working in the camp world. So we actually experienced camp as parents not having, you know, not being part of camp when our kids were there. So it was mm -hmm. a very interesting way to then experience camp and then ultimately I went back as an assistant director to the camp that we had met at uh, where our kids went to day camp. And then we decided it was the right time for us to make a move in life and uh, become camp owners. And we looked for a long time and found our camp, Meadowbrook Day Camp uh, here in New Jersey, which we ran together for 13 years. And then in 2016, we decided it was the right time to make a lifestyle change. We sold camp and became our next evolution, Roz and Jed training and consulting. And so now this is what we do. We travel, usually travel all around the country, right. speaking at conferences <laughs> and training camps. Uh, this year has been anything but usual. So uh, we're doing lots of good virtual connection with people and virtual training. And uh, we are very much looking forward to getting closer this summer and being able to get back out on the road yeah. and train at camps. Yeah. Nice. Why did you decide day camp as opposed to an overnight camp? So actually we would have looked at either. We both mm -hmm. went to overnight camp. We worked in the day camp world. We both worked at day camp. That's where we met working at a day camp. So from the administrative director standpoint, we had more experience with day. Yeah. Uh, and that was the opportunity that came to life for us right. and made a lot of sense for us because it was what we had worked in and knew from that standpoint. Was Meadowbrook already established and you it bought was. it? Okay. Meadowbrook was an established day camp uh, and we were connected with the owners when they were looking to make the sale and it was just the right time and the right place for all of us. My, my other question, I always thought about this. So it's Roz and Jed Buck Consulting, right? 
Did you have a conversation of is Roz <laughs> going to be first or is Jed going to be first? So there is there's a story to that, too. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it was a very easy decision, honestly, because when we bought our camp at the beginning, Jed was still working in his New York radio advertising sales role. We had okay. to make sure this was all going to work, that he could leave that job and come work full time at camp, that we were going to be able to, you know, financially make a go of this. Right. So I went in full time to camp. So since I was the one who was really full time, all in, all there, all the time, it made sense for, you know, Roz to come first. And we were just mm -hmm. Roz and Jed at camp for that reason. And um, then, of course, it did all work out. And within, you know, six months, Jed was full time camp. Also, <laughs> we just became known. We were an entity at camp Roz and Jed. Mm -hmm. So when we transitioned yeah. to this, it was Roz and Jed. Yep. Got <laughs> it. That's funny. Uh, it's great to have you here, Chris. What yep. are we talking about this week? We are talking about engaging staff prior to camp. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about how you keep families engaged and how you keep them going. And this week, we're talking about how we keep our staff engaged prior to camp or kind of outside those camp months. And, and just because that's really one of the hardest people to get during the summer is your staff. And so how do you keep them engaged so they want to come back and work for you or they haven't worked for you yet and they want to work for you? Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's more it's it's becoming more and more important to do that. Very much. I, I don't feel like when I was at camp, we were engaged at all before. <laughs> and I didn't do it when I was, uh, you know, first directing. Uh, but these days, it seems like you don't want those staff members who you hired to all of a sudden forget about you and yep. maybe switch camps because you want you want them excited about your camp that they're mm -hmm. coming because Absolutely. these days a lot of times they're just like ah I'm, I can make a buck more an hour over here so I'm gonna I'm gonna a switch <laughs> a yeah more. there you go but, <laughs> but absolutely that engagement piece is so important and you know it's it has become a topic across industries, not just camp. Mm -hmm. It's huge for us in camp, but this is such a, a big topic and, and one that actually we, we talk a lot about, we speak a lot about. And for camp, I think you're right. Like, how do you get them to keep coming back to be part of, you know, who you are? It's you want to create this emotional commitment for them that they are connected right. to your mission and your goals and your camp. And you can't do that in just two months of them being with you. you. As you said, Chris, like, how do you get them coming back? How do you get them in the first place? And then how do you get them to want to just keep on coming back? Exactly. We, we call it our camp family time. Create your little camp family. So yep. you want to come back to come back home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Roz, do you want to kick us off with an idea? I would, I would love to. So, you know, I would tell you, that the concept of engaging prior to in-person, you know, prior to when we get to in-person mm -hmm. staff training, in my head, it means all year long. Like this is not just the summer, but as soon as summer ends, how do we get rolling for next summer? Right. And we, as camp people, summer ends and we're like starting all over again. Like we've got to hire our staff again and roll our campers again. So to me, the first way that we engage with our staff is through that interview process. And whether it is new staff or returning staff, I think it's really important and it's important in different ways. 
Um, so, you know, when I look at new staff, think that they're interviewing us as much as we're interviewing them. They should be anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They should mm-hmm. be. They should be making sure that is the culture of this camp. Is that in sync with me? And we want to make sure that they're in sync with our culture. Right. So we as directors and our people who are doing the hiring, we've got to make sure that we're putting our culture out there, that we're helping our staff, you know, we're, we're getting them engaged, right? We're getting them emotionally committed, these new staff, by telling them, helping them understand what's their purpose going to be as a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what am I going to do? How am I going to make a difference? Because that's what will engage them. How am I going to make a difference this summer? And maybe it's because you're going to make a difference because you're teaching and practicing valuable life skills with children. Wow, I didn't know that. I thought I was, you know, just going to play ball and get a oh, suntan, right? Right, right? <laughs> right exactly. Do you, uh, Roz, do you interview your return staff? Yeah, so that's so that's the other yeah. side of it, right? So the first side of it is the new staff and how do you make them feel the purpose and, and connected, right? And yeah, we would interview every single returning staff member. Now, We were a day camp, so our staff Mm -hmm. generally came from around where we lived, and so they would come in and interview in person. And even those that were away at college or whatever, the interviews would get set up when they were home on a break, holiday time, whatever. And now I would tell you, though, with Zoom and the way everybody has gotten so comfortable with it, it makes it even easier for everyone, day or resident camp, to do that in person, even if you do it via Zoom. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, when I'm on Zoom, I feel like I'm in person with the people I'm talking to. So I think the re-interview is so important for the return people and keeping them engaged because now you can go deeper with them. They know your, your purpose and your mission and they understand the culture of camp. Yep. They're part of it. So now let's talk about you know, what happened last summer, what worked, what didn't, what, what I'm expecting out of you this year, even yeah. like, you got it down. Here's what I want from you now. Yeah. yeah. How do you take it mm-hmm. to the next level? Right. Absolutely. And then we had one question we would ask that I always loved. And this really, I think is so engaging for returning staff, which was what's one idea or one way that we can make camp better. And they would come in with that in their heads. Like they knew the returners knew I'm going to get asked that question. I want to have something really great to contribute. You know, now they're part of creating camp with their ideas and we're valuing them. So that's my, my first, you know, way to engage through that whole interview process, newer returning. Right. I always right. feel like when I interview, I talk almost as much as the person I'm interviewing because I, I really do want to sell them camp because if they come in and they're like, this is not what I expected. Well, then you, you lost somebody in the middle of the summer and that's worse than losing them before camp starts. Yep. So, yeah. What's your, what's your first one there, Chris? So now this is different this year because of zoom, because the zoom has become more popular, but we used to do this in person. Um, We would have like get togethers ahead of time and we would do our returning staff first always and kind of prep them like here's the new people here's what we know and as returning staff we want you to make them feel comfortable because if you get everybody together at first or you get everybody in a zoom call like hey it's all the staff for you know summer 2021 
the returnees are going to have all those inside jokes, those little things from last year. The new people are going to feel very shy and left out. But if you like get your returnees together ahead of time, all right, let's talk. Let's have a fun little night on Zoom. Tomorrow night, we're going to bring in the new people and you guys are going to make them feel welcome, you know, lose the inside joke, kind of prep them ahead of time. But yeah, I, I think that's so important. But just with Zoom now, you can do this anytime throughout the year. Before we would just have kind of some spring, late spring before camp get togethers as much as we could. So gotcha. I love good. that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's a great idea. That was actually going to be something I wanted to share yeah. too. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to build on that. You will learn. We all kind of steal each other's like we'll mark no. stuff like, off. Like yep, I, yep. Kurt said that. <laughs> I'm going to build on that for a moment if you're okay with yeah. that, because you know, we've been all year doing this Zoom training, right? And a lot of it related to connection and so much because everybody craves connection, especially mm -hmm. camp people. This is what mm -hmm. we do, right? We're connected communities. Right. So I think it's so important to create that connection throughout the year. And you know, we believe in this concept of connection before content, that the importance of getting your staff connected and comfortable with each other and build the rapport and build the trust before you actually get to doing the hard work. So if you create this connection in the preseason and now, like you said, on Zoom, you could actually put something out every month that we're yep. doing a, you know, connection thing, you know, on Tuesday night or, you know, the second Tuesday of every month, whoever can join, um, whatever, whatever you want to do, but create the connection. So when they get to camp, the relationships are already there. There, there is some comfort and some trust, and then they can get down to the really important stuff to get ready for an amazing summer. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. Um, I would say start a Slack group or it doesn't have to be Slack, but it can be something like that where Don't incoming staff can, uh, <laughs> engage with return staff and maybe the return staff will uh, have kind of their own little cohort. Uh, for example, if you're an overnight camp and you have a very certain age group and the unit leader could have that group of counselors, maybe the male unit leader has their group, female, their group, however you want to set it up, but then they get to know each other. Now in day camp, I always switched my counselors, different age groups. So that they don't burn out and, and they're just, Oh, this is new. Oh, great. I get the seven-year-olds. Okay. I just had the teens. But if you have like a, a, a Slack group and you've got different topics, uh, that's a great way to keep them engaged throughout and also to get information across for them to meet each other. And you could do different things and I'll talk about different things that you can do, but yeah. Yeah. Again, doesn't have to be Slack, but something like that would be good. Yeah, you keep saying Slack. Kurt, I have found that uh, Facebook and MySpace, best way to right. get teens involved. <laughs> teens love uh, those two things. <laughs> not not uh, postal mail? We just yeah, said. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Slack, you do. Uh, Kurt's right. I mean, you have to find what's, what's going right. I mean. Because it changes. It was Facebook and then yeah, it was Instagram absolutely. for a while. And, and once you, know. you get it going, it snowballs, right? Once yep. a couple of people Hopefully. start, then everybody right. just jumps yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, Roz. Yeah. So mine is, uh, this one is actually an interesting one for directors, a way to really engage their staff by showing their appreciation. 
And I think that that's important. Everybody likes to be appreciated, mm-hmm. right? And it's nice in the off season to hear from your camp director. In fact, it's surprising sometimes to hear from your camp director with, with some appreciation in the off season. So we used to, and I think most camps do this, put out an end of summer survey. Lots of camps do it. And in that survey, we would always ask specifically for feedback about their child's counselors. It was helpful to us to know how a counselor did. And it was also helpful because what we'd end up getting back from parents were great stories and comments about specific things that counselors did to help their child or make their child feel really special or taught their child something or just all these great things about staff. And then when we reviewed these, when things were a little slower in October, November, we would then send out emails to those specific staff members with these comments from the parents and thank you so much for making, you know, Susie feel so special and look at what Johnny's parents said. And Mm -hmm. thank you so much for the difference you made for him. And the, the emails that we would then get back from the staff that we sent those to, can you imagine, you know, being at college and you look in your email and in pops this message from your camp director with this great thing that someone said about you and someone took the time to say it. The emails we get back from the kids, you made my day, you made my week, you made my year, you know, it just made them feel (laughs) so good. And again, so connected to camp. Who doesn't want to go back to that camp next summer when the director just said that to you, right? Right, right, right. I I love that. Uh, My next one is really not so much about staff training as just getting together and doing some online because we got Zoom now. Everything's online. It seems like we're doing some (laughs) online game nights, just uh, whether that's one of those. I what do they call RPG games? Oh, the role playing games. Yeah, where it goes on for like two and a half years Um, (laughs) (laughs) or you're just getting on and just playing and doing just getting together and having just a fun time and even schedule it if you have to say, hey. You know, it's it's an hour and a half and we're, we're going to cut off at the hour and a half, whatever, so that people don't feel like this is dragging on forever. But just get together where maybe you're not talking camp. You're not talking mm-hmm. different things, just building that family atmosphere. Yeah, I, I agree. And you, you could even have some fun prizes to incentivize them yeah. to uh, come and participate with yeah. those. <laughs> and you work that in the camp. If you win... You get free canteen next summer. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could win something for your bunk, right? Like the kids are going to be in your bunk. Make it so that the prize, they got to be at camp to get it. (laughs) That's right. And how cool would their kids think that they won that for them, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. Kind of going along with Chris's idea is just to set up games like, uh, I don't know if you've ever played Among Us. Um, or these online group party games where everybody just come on and play for a night. It's like, hey, we're going to be playing Among Us or we're going to be mm-hmm. doing, you know, a Some Fortnite. Well, uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that where everybody comes on and yep. and they just play together. It's always yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Right? right. And, you know, when you talk about engagement, right, and getting and getting people to, to feel that emotional commitment, right? It comes from like a couple of different factors, right? It comes from feeling like you're making the difference, right? Mm-hmm. And feeling appreciated. We're, we're talking about all these things and having fun. Like yes. those mm-hmm. three key factors are so important to getting 
our staff to, to be engaged. And so all these different ideas draw on so many of those different factors to increase that engagement. Right, right. It's great. All right, Raj, you're up. I'm up. Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Well, here's one. So how about inviting staff to events that you do for families? Like for instance, um, a lot of camps do events throughout the year to keep their families staying connected. They might do a fall event. We used to do, we called it Meadow Fest with pumpkin mm -hmm. picking and a, and a Halloween scavenger hunt and hay rides and crafts and food and the whole thing. And then some camps will do a reunion during the year. Some will do a spring mm -hmm. event. So those are geared towards the families. But if you invite your staff, at least some of your staff, maybe you invite some returners who really know this event have done it before, and you invite some new staff too to help get them connected. Now they're getting connected to your families. The families are excited to see the ones they know. The new ones are starting to learn what the connection is like with our camp and their families. And it's, and it's a lot of fun. It's a fun event that also enables the parents to see how your staff interact with the mm. kids. Maybe some of those families are prospective families that come to a fall event, sure. haven't even enrolled yet, and they're seeing how the kids are so connected with the staff. So invite your staff to be part of that. It shows them that you value them. You want them to be part of this event that's important to you and to camp. And then it also involves them in the fun, the fun of camp in the off season. Nice. Nice. My next one. Uh, I don't know if it's fun. It kind of, it's almost <laughs> like homework a little bit, but as you're going along, if you get a good book or something, they're like, Oh, you know, this would be really good for my counselors to read this or something to send them that like, Hey, here's a book that I think would be really good for you to read. Or even, I know a lot of our podcasts, Kurt, um, several of them are great for counselors. You know, here's ways to spice up your archery. Here's the Batman as uh, how Batman would make a good counselor. The programming, I mean, almost all of our podcasts are excellent for counselors to listen to as well. But even just sitting, maybe you don't have to assign it like homework, but just say, you know, hey, counselor Kurt, here's a really good podcast I thought you might enjoy. That would be a fun, you know, if you get a chance, listen to it before you come this summer, check it out and, and see what you think. Just, you yeah. know, and even if you make it a little personal, I, I don't know what your budgets are, but if you can like, oh, hey, I, I, I bought you this book. I think it'd be a great book for you to check out before you come to camp, something like that. Oh, so. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Having those resources. Mm -hmm. uh, my next one would be to have like video, maybe a camp tour, but maybe not a, a, yeah. a total camp. You could do either the whole camp or you could do just separate areas. Like, hey, this week we're going to go look at the crafts area. And then attached to that, maybe have an alumni come and you can have an ask me anything with alumni and the alumni can share, hey, when I was at camp, this was, this was a tip I, I have for you. And this is something that was really good. Uh, and we had a lot of fun with this, you know, tell, maybe tell a story and that type of thing. That would be my next suggestion. Yeah. So a lot of what we're talking about are things that are like fun for the staff and, and things that um, kind of get them connected to camp and ready for their role as the staff mm -hmm. member. But what about something that almost shares for them, well, does share for them, what's in it for me? 
right? And that can happen in the interview process. That can also happen through uh, the articles, the podcasts, things like that. There are a lot of articles that talk about what you as a staff member, as a counselor, what you get from camp, right? So yes, you're going to be making a difference for kids, teaching them these valuable life skills. But guess what? As a staff member, you're going to learn and practice mm -hmm. some incredibly valuable life skills. You're going to learn leadership and flexibility and creative problem solving and resilience, things that you may or may not have had experience with. It's there's some really great things as a staff member that we get. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can even help help them with, hey, here's how you would put that on your resume. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, well I'm going to kind of go off of that. And uh, you can do this either online, you could do a little Zoom, or you can do it uh, in person. But teaching your staff uh, simple things like how to plunge a toilet. Yep. Um, that a lot of them don't know, or how to uh, do your laundry, how to build a campfire. Uh, things like that, even storytelling, you know, if you're an overnight camp, here's how to tell a story at, at bedtime, you know, that's well, great just to get them to sleep and everything, just these little kind of skills. Uh, but even storytelling for a day camp is, is an important uh, skill. Um, so taking the time to either, maybe it's like, Hey, you know, zoom tonight, we're having a uh, little skill <laughs> workshop or, or having a bedtime stories tonight on zoom. You know, the storytelling thing is so key. We had yeah. a staff member, young guy who he didn't even realize that what he was doing was so revolutionary, but we realized it. <laughs> mm -hmm. He started a story for his group of second grade boys in the beginning of the summer. And every day he would add another line, another thought, another mm -hmm. something to this ah. story. And they would be so excited. They couldn't wait till the next day to hear what he was gonna say. Yep. And so he kept this story going through eight weeks of the summer. And after that, you're right, Kurt, the storytelling is so key because we then shared this concept with our staff during training after that, because we wanted everybody to figure out their way to tell the story, you know, do it in your way, but it's so unique and it's so meaningful. That's so funny. And this is totally random, but that just reminded me, I used to be a ski lift operator at um, a ski resort and it was on a, a beginner lift. And so people would come up and they're all nervous and I would start telling a story. And they would go off. They would just maybe hear the first part. Then the next person would come and they would hear the second part and they would go out and people would come back down. They're like, what happened? I didn't, you know, I just heard the first part. What happened? And I'm like, what did you hear? And I tell the next part. You got to get together with everyone else on the lift. Go have dinner. And <laughs> right, these, right. these people were skiing until midnight because they just had to do just another run and hear more right. of the story. It was so much fun. That's great. Um, I, I think. Did we talk about this on this podcast? I everything blends together this year. I'm still in March 2020, so um, I feel like we talked about this on this podcast where we like during staff training we were going to create a a list of things you have to learn at camp, like laundry, mm. storytelling, building campfire, and you either had to learn them or you had to teach somebody. 
and you had to get your list checked off. And so returning staff could teach the younger staff. So it didn't require you to do it. And then they could check it off. I taught someone how, you know, I taught oh, right, someone right. where the washing machine was. Yeah, I did not talk about staff. that, but that is a great idea. Yeah, That's I heard great. It somewhere. It, it was my plan for last year. I had created the lists and everything and, but we didn't. Well, now you have it ready for this year. It's ready. (laughs) (laughs) Ready for next year. Probably is actually what it's going to be. What's your last one? All right. My last one is a welcome package. And I don't remember where I heard this from. Some camp did this to new staff. They got like a a mug or a coffee cup or something. And then a couple staff t-shirts that or camp shirts that then that way because everyone comes in especially returnees they got like 10 camp shirts to wear for the week and those newbies are like oh i don't have any camp shirts i either gotta buy them which i, I make a whole five dollars you know working here so like <laughs> so giving them ahead of time here's a couple camp shirts here's a camp mug here's some camp swag just kind of a good welcome package hey welcome to camp here's some stuff and it's good marketing for yourself as well but it's also it helps that newbie feel not so new they they get a lot of stuff um, right off the bat so yeah, absolutely like that like that uh, my last one is to have uh options to brainstorm for buying that type of thing i get suggestions so whether it be hey here's a google form give us suggestions of what we're going to have in our rainy day boxes oh, right yeah. or hey we're going to hop on zoom and we want to hear what you think would be awesome activities for our superheroes theme those types of things or hey uh what activities do you, you know if you've got a certain skill or something maybe you want to teach magic Let's get together and let's let's come up with a, a time and who wants to teach what and who wants to help out. Maybe you don't have anything, but you want to help out with the yoga or whatever. Let's kind of uh, work this all out together. And so everybody has that buy-in. Everybody has the input. I just love everybody being part of it. You know, the, the quote, people support a world they help to create, right? right. That is the perfect helping to create our camp world, right? You're giving us ideas and, you know, we're going to use them this summer. Like how much more buy-in are you going to get than people who Mm -hmm. feel like I had a part in creating all this amazing fun. And now they still won't go, you know, they don't want to ghost you now. They want to see what it all turns out to be like. So definitely Mm -hmm. going to be at at camp this summer. Absolutely. Well, I think that was all ton of great ideas and i, I uh, wrote hope- so many down <laughs> <laughs> please let me have camp this summer so you will you will <laughs> uh Roz, thank you so much for joining us i yes. hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having you on i had so much fun you know i love chatting camp yeah. And especially in the middle of the winter when I'm looking outside and there's snow out my window, <laughs> it was right. just so much fun to get to talk camp with you guys and staff, you know, that that's why we're trainers now because mm-hmm. we loved doing this with our staff at camp. And so that was, you know, the natural next step. So, so much fun to get to talk about engaging staff with you guys. Thank nice. you for inviting me. Absolutely. And if uh, you know, the listeners want to reach out to you, uh, what's the best way to do that? So the best way is via email, mm-hmm. Roz, R-O-Z, at rozandjed.com. Well, that's easy enough. <laughs> and there you go, the Roz and Jed again. There you that's go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we brought him back in. <laughs> what do we awesome. got going on next week? Next week, we have Kelly is back with us to talk about, this is a fun game. Have you ever played the game, Would You Rather, Kurt? 
I have. I love and it. sometimes it's gross things like, would you rather do this gross <laughs> thing? Or this? Oh, right. We're doing a fun one of would you rather at your camp? And so kind of a fun topic of, of that. So Kelly's going to be back joining us for that okay. next week. Fun. Next week is March already. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> but well, Roz, thank you so much for being here. It was a blast. And from around the campfire, this is Chris and Kurt. Chris first, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. See ya.